Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Sometimes the world looks like you ain't ever seen it before. Stuck behind never-ending windows, all you need is a door. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Just ask, say the word and I'll be there. Just ask, you know the greatest things in life all come in. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling. Here is my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, well done, well done. You are a born diva. Good pose, good pose. Good good job with your uh, intro. I mean, you know what? It is Leo season, so I was a born entertainer. Yep, yep, yep. Just like Marilyn Monroe. (laughs) Yes. I do often get compared to Marilyn Monroe. The only times I've been compared to Marilyn Monroe is actually in the dress that I'm wearing today because it's extra flowy. And -hmm. if the wind catches it just right, you better watch out. (laughs) Yeah, you better not wear that dress in the New York City, right? With under the subway grates. Yeah. Is it like is it like manholes? Is that what that was that like the air came up from? Honestly, those scare me. I don't walk over those anyway. No, I think that they were a subway grade. So like Uh-oh. there's like a grate that goes into the subway and then like when the subway pass passes, it like whooshes. Oh, I don't feel like I'd walk over top of that either. But you know. Well, most people don't because they're afraid. But yeah. you don't put any value in your life like me I walk over all the subway grades you're like take me now <laughs> take me now. yeah my life would be easier and if I don't die then I can sue New York and then there you go and then extra extra I like the way lucky. you think yeah meanwhile mm-hmm. I just live my life in country fear whenever I go to the city big now, city like me still pretending like I'm a city girl now that from New York City just like Jen now that I haven't been in New York City for a year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm such a city folk. But like in reality, I would be happy to never go back because I did 10 years of commuting. And yeah. I'm like, done. Oh, yeah. I would be done. Yeah. Way, way, way done. Um. Anyway, how was your day going? How's your lovely Thursday? 
We be vibing. I got no complaints. I don't really know what was up, but we be vibing. That's good news. Yeah. Um, I got a margarita. Oh, we love margaritas. Blend I, it, blend it. I blended it. I blended it. Yeah. <laughs> booyah, booyah. Booyah. Do you love it? Love it? I do love it. Do you see? Ooh, I love this. I like the straw, too. You know, I love a metal straw. Big fan. Save the turtles. Please save the turtles, everybody. There are so many different types of straws. I have at least four different types of straws in my house right now mm-hmm. just because I've bought them and I've gotten them in like a... Have you ever done one of those like subscription boxes? Fab there's fun. No, there's one called Mighty Nest that I do. And I even... I loved it so much. I got my mom a subscription too. Um, it's like um, environmentally friendly products. And you can like select like, oh, do you only want like cleaning stuff or do you only want want kitchen stuff so they send you like it's a variety of stuff um but it's called mighty duck mighty no mighty nest mighty duck is the movie Mm. (laughs) mighty ducks mighty duck mighty nest sponsor us seriously i really really enjoy them i've had their subscription for like at least a year if not more and like i've gotten instead of like plastic wrap i've gotten like a beeswax wrap thing Mm -hmm. um i've gotten like little dishes i've gotten cleaning solution cleaning supplies yeah some stuff's better than others but i like the surprise aspect you know like i love getting Mm -hmm. a little little trinket in the mail every Mm. month and it's not overly expensive especially if you do like the annual one or I don't know six month one anyway um enough of that uh how was your day oh you know I dropped a pan full of cooked peppers and onions on the floor Jessica (laughs) well what happened was I opened the oven and onions really bother my eyes like really really bother my eyes and I opened the oven and you have ever had that happen where like it's like a whoosh of like the hot air like hits you in the face well same thing except for it was a whoosh of painful onion air and it stung my eyes so I went to like turn my head away and so I like thought I had pushed the pan closed like enough back in the oven but I didn't and so it kind of like tilted out and then like splattered of course like face down all over the floor it was a mess luckily we had an extra pepper and an extra onion in the fridge so it was like leave it to Jessica in Leo season to be so dramatic about the onion I cried yeah I was dramatic (laughs) like so dramatic like oh no the onions have pierced my eyes yes I am so bad like when I used to work at a a fast food place I used to wear contacts when I'd have to cut onions because it does help because it blocks yeah it like blocks that part of your eye that's affected but if I'm wearing my glasses oh my gosh no I, I can't it's awful have you ever used onion goggles I have not. Oh, you need onion goggles. I guess, but can they fit over my glasses? I, 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 I can't. I can't tell you. Also, that. have you heard of, um, have you heard of like these like motion? Okay, so you know how I get like motion sickness, like in cars, in buses, like on amusement rides, like all types of things. Apparently there is these glasses and you could get them at Walmart apparently. And they're like 20 bucks, but they're hideous. And they're supposed to help with like motion sickness, mm-hmm. but they're so stupid looking because they're basically like two big circles. So think Harry Potter glasses, but bigger. And then there's like liquid in them because the whole thing with, the reason we get motion sickness, it's like an inner ear thing because like the liquid in your body isn't moving, but like everything around you is. So your mm-hmm. ears expect to be moving. I don't know, something like that. So this oh. is supposed to help. But I'm oh. like, but at what cost? 
At what cost? I always thought it was the greasy fair food that makes you sick on amusement park rides. I mean, that's certainly possible as well, but it wouldn't explain why I get car sick. <laughs> so I'm not eating greasy food before I step in a car. But anyway, that's enough of that. We're not, you guys aren't here to talk uh, here to us talk about motion sickness and you know crying and Leo season. You're here to talk about. You're here to hear us talk about Leonardo DiCaprio. Who played a big part in this episode by name only. He wasn't actually in this episode, in case you didn't rewatch it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> he uh, was not. No. Season two, episode 17, Psychic Friends. I can't remember what you had predicted, who you predicted was going to have a psychic friend. Um, Jack. <laughs> oh, my God. I just squeaked. Um, Jack, because he is a werewolf. Uh, ooh. That's right. He um, loves the he moon. He loves the full moon. That's right. Yeah, it turns out it was just like a fair situation, and a bunch of them are going to be going to this psychic. Just a fair. Yes. So we start off in Dawson's room, as we usually do, except it's like definitely a different vibe, because Joey's crying, and like, that's unusual for us to see. Yeah, Joey doesn't really cry that often mm-hmm. um her instinct is to be angry and I mean same girl same <laughs> then she says some suspicious things she says i just can't find the words um and then dawson says it's just an initial cut things can be changed i just want you to be honest i've never been moved by words and moving images on screen right this could change people's lives their worlds their universe and i'm like oh joey excuse me yeah yeah and then i love how she's just like jack mcphee will be one of the best the biggest filmmakers and that's when we know that this is like not real you know i feel like we had a suspicion before that but Mm. like and then Jack crawls in Dawson's window. Like, <laughs> yes. Which, by the way, there is legit a wolf howl as he's climbing through the window. If you listen oh back. Gosh. Oh, yes. my gosh. What so if funny. what if we went like, what if at the end of the season, the big reveal was that like Jack is secretly a werewolf? Isn't it un- like not uncommon for like teen soap soap operas like this to have like an alien episode or supernatural like yes Riverdale like they oh but Riverdale Riverdale was like already that way though like I feel like for Dawson's Creek to make that shift would be be, like zero to a hundred but yeah yeah. like that would be their like jump the shark moment (laughs) like jump the werewolf moment I mean we have five more seasons so really anything anything is possible yes So, yeah, Joey calls Jack brilliant, a genius, and Jack ran into Spielberg in the cafeteria, and he was offered a job, (laughs) and he's going to Hollywood. Yeah, and this is when he gets on one knee and proposes to Joey, and I just love Dawson being like, but you're gay. (laughs) I guess not anymore. Um, Yeah. So then they're going to send Dawson a picture from Tinseltown, and... (laughs) <laughs> Dawson goes, Joey, what about us? And then Joey says, hey, that's showbiz, baby. Yeah, get over it, Dawson. You're not my type. You never were. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Dawson wakes up from his nightmare. No. Yeah. That was ridiculous. What a 
ridiculous opening. Like, I don't know. I didn't really vibe with it, to be honest. Like, I feel like it usually, usually, like, that is kind of, like, the setup for, like, how the entire episode is going to go is, like, that first scene in Dawson's room. And I was like, what in the world was that? (laughs) Why are we seeing this? It was unique. I mean, yeah. It definitely sets up this episode as being more, like, campy, I guess. Yeah. So... Um, a little bit more, a little bit more supernatural. I mean, we I guess, I mean, yeah, we knew it, there was going to be a psychic involved. So I guess we assumed mm-hmm. that it was going to be something a little bit different than are usually mm-hmm. like, I mean, not that Dawson's Creek is like super grounded to begin with, but um, yeah, this one I feel like sets it up like, okay, we're in for a little bit of a weirdo episode. <laughs> yeah, kind of like on the same lines as like Jack and the Full Moon and the yeah. murder mystery from season one. Yeah. Same vibes. Not quite like the murder not mystery bad. episode. Yeah. But. Yeah. Um, so we're we're in class. Um, the teacher is explaining um, how great filmmakers will make people uncomfortable and squirm. Um, and uh, Jen seems to think that the characters were very unrealistic, whereas Dawson thinks that the characters are like optimistic. Um, and we see this new teacher who's going to be playing an awfully big role in this episode named Miss Kennedy. Um, and apparently, like, Dawson loves her. Uh, like, she's she basically is taking a sabbatical, I guess, to have this job and, like, write a script at the same time. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, really excited that it's not just, like, a teacher who's never written anything. She's actively working on something as she's right. teaching. Yeah. Um, I thought that my first impressions, I guess, of Miss Kennedy was that uh, I was excited that Dawson had somebody to look up to. Yeah. But obviously throughout the episode, I had like mixed feelings about the Miss Kennedy storyline because it felt a little um, Tamara-ish. At times. Yeah, it felt, I, I agree. Like, I feel like there's shades of the, the Tamara situation when, like, a student and a teacher are, like, hanging out alone. I feel like nowadays that just seems really off and really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, And, like, but I agree. Like, I feel like at first you're like, oh, this is going to be so great. Like, he finally has somebody he can, like, show his film to who's actually in the business and, like, can give him pointers. You know, and mm-hmm. we're finally, guess what? We're back to the movie situation. Like, mm-hmm. we forgot all about about the movie then we made the movie now we're back to the movie again back to the movie jen is excited for dawson too because now she he can get some like good feedback but dawson hasn't shown miss kennedy creek days yet um and then something interesting happens Mm -hmm. mitch walks up and apparently he's the new english teacher like how i don't understand like and they must be so hard up for like teachers in Cape Side that they're basically will give anybody a job because what are his qualifications? He has no qualifications. I have no idea how he got this job. I don't know his, how you go from like opening a restaurant to being an English teacher. An English teacher, not even the 
not even he's not a substitute i thought he was a substitute teacher how did this happen not even like economics an english teacher this is interesting because usually and i mean i don't know because they're tech like they're supposed to be in like massachusetts right so like if massachusetts is similar to new york um you in order to substitute teach you don't need a teaching degree you just need a bachelor's because i did substitute teaching for a little bit um and you only need a bachelor's to do it um but to be a full-blown teacher you do need like a, a certification you do need like a master's and your teaching certificate and all of that so I have no idea like I thought he was just subbing but if he's actually teaching it's like how the hell does he have the qualifications for this I feel as I mean I don't know if I missed something but I think that he's the English the new English teacher replacing uh old oh that piece of shit guy yeah yeah that guy sure that that was what's going Interesting. on. Interesting. They just yeah. saw his bod and they were like, you're hired, bitch. <laughs> it was like the Feeney yeah. of um, hires, like looking yeah. at the bod. That's the, the Mr. Feeney rules of hiring. <laughs> yes. Hire hot people. Yeah. yeah. Mr. Peterson could never. That's no. for sure. Oh, no. Yeah. So um, Mitch wants Dawson to call him dad uh, at school and Dawson doesn't want to because he doesn't want it to be awkward. He doesn't want to get beat up. Um, and he would rather just like go through his day pretending like they don't know each other. Yeah, sure. I feel like you have to have a happy medium. No, like I never had this experience. My my family members were not teachers at my school. But I feel like there has to be a happy medium between calling them mom or dad and ignoring them completely you know it's like okay you give me my space because mm-hmm. i this is my territory but like i will still acknowledge your existence <laughs> right i think that mr leary would be appropriate and mr leary mr leary <laughs> uh you can't call him daddy mitch oh um, no that would be a little weird that, or, that or even weird. a daddy leary on no. many levels yeah uh, Dawson is yawning because he's not sleeping because he's having nightmares, which typically I would make fun of, but I know that you suffer from nightmares, so I'm going to try not to. I mean, to mock be fair, him. my nightmares are much more traumatizing than the if if that was his version of a nightmare. I feel like my nightmares are much worse. I'm sorry, Dawson. Okay, like, okay, okay. My reoccurring so nightmares insane. of getting in a car accident are much more traumatizing than Joey ending up with Jack. That is, that's very true. That's very true. <laughs> yeah but um but yeah i mean he basically he says that like the one thing i know for certain is that i want to be a filmmaker so we're back on i feel like we've it's like a bell curve right mm-hmm. we went from like all he's interested in is filmmaking to all he's interested is in joey to back to filmmaking to back to joey to back to filmmaking it's like okay so we're, we're back here now we're season one dawson again hopefully it doesn't make him a complete annoying person to be around But that's where we are. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I mean, I still am am okay with season two Dawson. Um, He is definitely less annoying. But yeah, Dawson, you can have more than one interest at a time. I don't know if you know this. I think he's like, here's the thing, because I can totally I can kind of connect with this where it's like, you get really into something and it becomes like your sole focus, right? So like when when I find a new hobby or a new interest, I tend to like dive in head first and go full force. Usually it's like a bit fleeting. I usually tend to like, I have like 15 projects and then I just never finish them. Dawson seems like 
similar to that, except for he actually finishes this project. So what's, what's you and I's timeline then? Oh, I mean, we've almost hit a year, so I'd say this is pretty pretty set that this is a forever hobby for me. Oh, because a, if, a year hobby. is a long time for me to commit to a singular like hobby or activity. Yeah, you want to write that in blood? <laughs> oh my god, that was, that was actually scary. <laughs> and we have it on audio. Oh my gosh! But yes, yeah, so Dawson's like super into filmmaking again. Mm-hmm. Um, we're now in the cafeteria and we have Joey and Jack hanging with each other. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Joey is raiding guys in the lunch line. She's like people watching. I am yeah. all for this. This activity. is my hobby. If you yes. want to talk about what our hobbies should be, this should be our hobby. We literally did this a little bit. Line. When we when? went, so we, well, when we went oh, like shopping we together, that. the best mm-hmm. part was when we were literally sitting just judging people. Right. Like, yeah. That's the best part. I mean, I wasn't calling anybody a loser, a pervert, a serial killer, or an airhead, but yeah. Yeah, definitely a Frank, as in Stein. <laughs> Can we bring that back? <laughs> or a Leo, as in DiCaprio. Yes, we'll get into that later. But yes, um, and I really enjoyed like a Joey Jack hangout. Like me too. I, not, I really liked this episode. That like me too. It seemed like I mean things had changed, but not like not their friendship. I feel like they are so much more entertaining, and I really enjoy watching them as friends way more than a relationship. Absolutely, I'm really really thrilled. I was very worried that they weren't going to be able to get their shit together and become friends, and it was going to be awkward for a long time. But I think that Joey and Jack as a friendship duo works. They have a ton in common. They are like both a little snarky, but both a little bit of like homebodies. Like they definitely yeah. work as friends. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I was happy to see this. Um, I, 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 lo- I love just like and Joey's just like bored with everything. So she's just like, I'm just going to people watch. She's like, I'm so bored. And I just, I mean, everybody can connect with that on some mm-hmm. level, right? Of just like wanting yeah. to pull your hair out. You're so bored. Yeah. Um. So Jack makes us, th- these boys of the Dawson's Creek love to be very meta about like, let's discuss the exact situation that we're in right now. Like Dawson does this all the time yeah. in a similar way. Like, isn't it weird that you and I are hanging out and a month ago we were dating or like some nonsense like this. So Mm -hmm. she admits that's weird, but neither one of them care, which means that, you know, there's not a lot of leftover animosity between them or like hard feelings because if you don't care then you can get over like the sour feelings and just be real friends yeah I totally appreciate this as someone who's maintained friendships with like an ex before I I understand this like it didn't end on bad terms so why shouldn't you be able to maintain a friendship like if you were able to get along while you were dating doesn't that mean you should be able to get along when you're not dating and there isn't so much emotion and history uh wrapped up in in them like there is with Dawson and Joey um so it makes a ton of sense that they would be able to maintain a friendship mm-hmm Um, I have been known not to love female male friendships, (laughs) but I especially after breakups. But I have said on air before that this is the one circumstance where I feel like it would be different. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Fair enough. There isn't like sexual tension anymore, at least on one side, you know, on the other side, who knows? But um, we are at the docks now 
and Andy wants Pacey to run the booth at like the safety. It's like a like a dare type of mm-hmm. thing, like no yeah. drugs type of thing. But it's Skippy the safety dog. Skippy. <laughs> Skippy yes. is just telling kids to be safe in all areas of life. Don't do drugs. Mm-hmm. I remember when Dare came around um, with their black shirts with their cool logos. Yes. They're still around, isn't it? Or is it not? Do they do something else now? I have not participated in Dare in a while. Let us know, listeners. If you work at a school or know somebody who does or you have kids at school, let us know. Because I'm, I'm curious to know if that's still around. Honestly, don't remember... Beyond like, don't do drugs. I wonder if they're still like super preachy about stuff like that. Uh, well, Dare still has a website, so I would there assume that they're still trucking along. Mm-hmm. Stopping um, kids from doing drugs all over America. Uh, the Dare, the Dare has a lion. Oh, the was there a lion when we were kids? I don't remember. Maybe they realized like an animal mascot is the key. Yeah, they saw Skippy and said, you know what? We should <laughs> yeah. do that. Yeah, so um, Andy wants to go to like see a fortune teller while they're there. Um, and Andy tells Pacey that if he does be, he does act as Skippy, uh, then uh, the, Skippy the safety dog, Captain Skippy, sorry, Captain, I forgot to give him his formal title, um, that they can. And she like whispers to him like, ooh, saucy Andy. What um, do you think it is? Um, I mean, blowjob? No. Like, I feel like that's the easy weak. pick. That is weak. What a what a underwhelming whisper. I mean, what else would it be? Whenever people... That's what I assume <laughs> whenever people whisper. I don't... I think Andy is like... I feel like they've only had sex a few times. Like, Andy is not jumping into anal. We really need the explicit warning on this one. We have earned our explicit tag in this podcast. I don't think that I don't think she's jumping into anal. Well, you know what? Skippy has more than one E to never mind. Do you think, though, do you really think that like Captain Skippy warrants anal? Like, no, that is not that hard to do. Like it takes him, what, like 15 minutes or do you have to do like multiple shows? Um, Skippy is a puppet, so he's very familiar He's real familiar with having things going up. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Poor Skippy. He gets to do a lot of anal. Um, <laughs> I like Pacey's Captain Skippy voice, though. It was very funny. Do you have like, I I mean, I can't imitate. Oh, watch Hey watch there, it. sailors. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. <laughs> like, how do you? That was perfect. Uh, no, it's it's kind of, I don't know. I yeah, really... It was like raspy, like, like sailor Don't do drugs, matey. Yeah, it he was, was, it's he was not really like good that. at it, though. He was, he was really very, good. very, very, very good at it. Um, So we're at like, I don't know if this is like a fair. It's did like they a say? fair. Yeah, they called it a fair. Like at first I said a carnival, but it's a fair. So it kind of looked like a craft fair or maybe it was like Cape Side Day. You know, like did your town growing up have like a blank day? Like, no, we had... Like if if it was, you know, Cape Side, then it would be like Cape Side Day or I don't know, Albany Day, where it was yeah. like a celebration of the town. This I mean, it some makes sort of sense. fair. But then it was also kind of like a carnival. There was like carny stuff. So I think it's it was just like, like a boardwalk type situation. Was it a Renaissance a fair? Of, no, I don't no know. one was dressed up like it would be a Ren fair. Yeah. 
I I think it was a bit also people like there was vendors selling stuff, so right. it was some sort of a, a fair run by the town. Um, Yes. With some miscellaneous vendors that came in. Right. So Jack and Joey are putting up artwork um, and she spaces out and Jack's like, what's going on? And she's like, I'm thinking about kissing. Yeah, she misses kissing. Misses kissing. Um, That's what pillows are things, for. Of all, <laughs> of all the things to miss about a relationship, is kissing like the number one thing that you would miss? Maybe if I was 16 and I didn't do anything else. That's fair. That's I'll tell fair. You, I'll tell you what the best thing about relationships are. Having the other person do stuff for you. I mean, like, you're not wrong. I was thinking the other day, like, it's just so nice for your significant other to, like, walk the dog for you. So it's not all on you. Or, like, contribute with dishes. So it's like... Yeah, I don't know. I think that's like yeah. What but I when would you're miss. 16, that's certainly not top of no, mind. No, but no, I no. do, I do agree with you. Like, I feel like when you're 16, that probably is something that like would kisses. be a big deal. Yeah, yeah, kisses. So, and Joey doesn't have anything else. Like, that's all she's done. It's just yeah. kisses. Yeah, and this is um. And this is when they're they're like talking about um about kissing and uh Joey Joey wants uh what is it right Joey wants Jack to stay and help. It seems like some of the drawings are hers. I don't know if all of them are hers. No, um, because um um Colin's photography was there too. Right. Okay. Yes. So then, it, some of them were hers, though. Yeah. Um. Right. And they're talking about like different, different, like oh, this person's a Leo and this person's a what Frank or whatever the hell. Right. Yeah. Right. So, um, Dawson, she says Dawson is definitely a Leo. Um, how do you feel about that statement? I mean, what are my are my options? Only Leo and Frank. Leo, Scorpio, Capricorn. Oh, this is BS because we know she meant DiCaprio and we know that Dawson no, is 100% no, a Pisces. I, no, no. Did you see? Did you see that screen grab that I got? Yes, because she calls everybody a Leo, like Leo DiCaprio. Like Dawson is a Leo oh. as in astrology. We like are, what is it? Banning him. We're shunning him. He is you not allowed disavow, in the Leo community. You Because yes, he's wow. not. Like, he does want attention, but he's way more emotional than any Leo I have guess, ever met. Guess who is just, like, the denier? It's you. You Don't be a hater. Uh, I, I like, Jack's, like, Dawson seems a little moody lately. At, like, now is any different from any other time? <laughs> Yeah, right? Jack just hasn't known Dawson well enough or, like, long enough to realize that, no, bitch, this is his general attitude. Is <laughs> this moody. is his general disposition. <laughs> it's just moody. being moody and, like, yes. <laughs> and just, like, sulking around the fair. Um, because, you know, they're laughing and Dawson's like, what are we laughing about? And they, you know, it's awkward. It's awkward. Yeah. Like, they're like, nothing. Like, we can't talk about it. That I mean, that I mean, I, I would assume that they were talking about me. Yeah, that's fair. And Joey even admits, like, she does miss her friendship with Dawson and she does want it back. But it's like work towards that then. Like, I don't think it's I feel like it's so hard for them, like to get to the same both. I mean, you can't be friends with somebody who's in love with you. Yeah. Joey can't talk. She has no ability to form words. (laughs) 
she it's like dot for every like word that Dawson every three words that Dawson says Joey says negative three words she can't communicate she sucks at it thank god she has Jack now because now she can actually talk for once yeah it's just it's not her thing um but Jack wants Joey to do a palm reading and Joey's like not interested in this (laughs) no she's definitely like not a believer of this nonsense i mean tracks i think yeah. like I, I wouldn't expect joey yeah. to be into that sort as pc says the crystals mumbo jumbo yes also not shocking that pacey is not into it either yeah that's very unshocking yeah talking um, about pacey pacey's <laughs> talking about um like protection for sex through <laughs> Hey there, sailor. Like, don't you know how to use a condom? Well, use a banana, kids. Like, <laughs> and yeah, I don't it's know. It's so strange seeing copy, or excuse me, Pacey in a cop like outfit because, like, yeah. he's so blatantly doesn't like his dad and his brother who are cops. So I feel like maybe it was kind of triggering for him. Like, that's maybe why he didn't want to do the whole Skippy thing is because, mm-hmm. like, he's like, why would I want to wear this? Like, it reminds I me know. of them. I know, but Andy's still pushing the fortune teller. Yes. He doesn't know why she wants to know her fortune so bad. Like, and he doesn't want to. Like, he thinks that if he yeah. goes, all she's going to tell him is that his life is going to be over. The world is going to explode. Like, you're doomed. Right. Um, and she's like, wouldn't you want to know what's coming up in life? What to expect? So you can be prepared for whatever's coming. Um, What are your thoughts on this? I mean, I think it's fine. Like if people want to go to a fortune teller, that's like, you know, fine by them. I would Mm -hmm. personally rather go to like an astrologer more than a fortune Mm -hmm. teller. Mm -hmm. I feel like. I'm not like a non-believer like cer- certainly like there are powers beyond what I know in the world right so if there are certainly people who have that ability or have some sort of ability some supernatural ability whatever it's called um I, there, I think there's just certain things that you just don't want to know and like you kind of want to like figure out for yourself so I don't necessarily mm-hmm. want to know my future I feel like it would be more helpful to learn about myself and like others mm-hmm. with astrology like you know right. what I mean that's just more my right my philosophy on it so if you found like a real psychic and they said I can tell you exactly when you'll die and how you'll die yeah I don't want to know that you don't want to know that I wouldn't want to know either no because I feel like I would never stop thinking about it yeah. and like if it counting was counting down the days yeah and if it yeah. was like even if they just told me like how it's like okay well if it's in a car it's like every time I get in a car that's what I'll think about type of yeah. thing I agree so yeah, I wouldn't want to know. I think some things you just don't, you shouldn't, you shouldn't need to know. Yeah. You know? And Pacey agrees. Like, he thinks that Andy should save her money because he can tell her future. He has that ability, too. You're going to yeah. have a tall, dark, handsome guy who is occasionally bre- uh, brilliant and self-effacing yeah. coming into your life and sweeping you off your feet. And Andy replies, well, good, then I have something to look forward to. <laughs> Sick burn. Yeah, I loved that. I, I, I love whenever, like, whenever... Pacey and Andy are like in a good space and they're like quippy with each other. I yeah. think their relationship is like at its so best fun. Yeah, things. lots of spinning around today. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Lots of um, kisses. 
so Joey decides that she is going to get her fortune told. So she pays the $5. Um, the woman looks into the crystal ball and sees a C. And she starts guessing random names that start with a C. Yeah, what a what a con. Oh, it's awful. Carol is telling me she borrowed something of yours. Yes, she has your pencil. Like, what the fuck, lady? Come on. Yeah. But then this is where the supernatural bit comes in, because she like gets her powers from wind chimes. So as soon as the wind chimes go and the creepy music starts playing, then she's like, wait, I, I have something coming in. I see. There has been much pain in your past. Too much loss for someone so young. You put up walls to protect yourself from harm. But by doing so, you cut yourself off from new possibilities and new adventures. You must say yes to every opportunity that comes your way. Um, Like Paris? Yeah. Except she didn't. Didn't go. Uh, You will come to a fork in the road. You'll be safe as long as you follow your heart. A tall, dark man. Sorry, we'll come into your life soon. Soon. Um, now, so the the one thing that I found was interesting in all of this. Well, okay, so obviously we know at the end there is a tall, dark, dark man that comes into our I life soon. I just thought it was silly that Pacey had just described himself that As way. Tall, like well, moments yeah, yeah. ago. But that's mm, like a common. It's a common thing to say, though. But it is kind yeah. of silly how it's like mm. so close. So the most interesting thing I thought was you will come to a fork in the road. You'll have to choose which path to take. And right. as a person who's unspoiled but knows Pretty much the only thing that I do know about Dawson's Creek is that there is the whole uh, Pacey versus Dawson thing eventually. So right. it seems as though that this is alluding to that in the future, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it certainly could be. I mean, you know that much. Um, I'm curious to know, like, I imagine. So we're at episode 17. I imagine that this like fork in the road is coming to a head by end of season like to me don't you think like I feel like why would they put that in there unless it was going to be something they're establishing this season I I don't know is this not like there's some shows out in the universe that plan like eight seasons ahead I don't think Dawson's Creek is that show um yeah mainly because like peek behind the curtain wise like you know as much that like Kevin the, uh, the the writer the creator like this is similarly kind of based off of like his childhood in a way right like he pitched the idea of like oh when I was a kid I grew up on the shore and you know I lived on a small creek and whatever like he is the Dawson and so like I think a lot of it was written season to season I don't think think they looked yeah I don't think they looked Hmm. multiple seasons ahead the only thing I will say is that and maybe we should have said it during the the podcast um about those episodes but like um the whole jack coming out story was based on on the creator um he was in the closet for like a really long time and it was something he really struggled with and so he wanted to be able to write that on television so it's like he is kind of a mix of like a bunch of the characters you know in a way Mm -hmm. um but yeah I don't I don't think that they wrote this this isn't the show like especially in the 90s I feel like it was more rare for a show to be written seasons ahead Mm -hmm. whereas like nowadays a show is written and it's like, oh, we know it's going to have three seasons. It's going to mm-hmm. have like 12 episodes a season and then they're done. Hmm. And Dawson's Creek, I just think, lived season to season. Hmm. But you don't think that they are setting up a Joey Pacey thing um, well, in the snail episode last they season? They were. I, I will. Yes, I'll give you that. That like there was that episode. And I think 
in my own like personal opinion, I think they were testing chemistry with like, different pairings or how the audience reacts that too I think it's a mixture of things I think they want to test the the different actors and see how they work well together not for nothing Katie Holmes and Joshua Jackson did date early on in the mm, series I forgot about that yeah so like I think that they were also just kind of like testing the different chemistries to see what mm. worked and what didn't work that like you totally could be right and that could be the fork in the road they're indicating i'm just saying like we're already at episode 17 like the fork in the road i would assume would be by the end of the season hmm um, interesting but yeah knows? i guess like when i um watched that line i was interpreting it as somebody that like assumed that they had some of the stuff figured out already yeah but i mean yeah. maybe maybe i mean i don't know what decision she would have um Unless it's just solely about Dawson. Like, I guess that could be the fork in the road. Like, either you're with Dawson or you're, or you're without Dawson yeah. by the and end then of the season. And maybe that it could be that because then the next yeah. line is you'll be safe as long as you follow your follow heart. Your heart. Yeah, yeah, that's more Which a short would be more term. like romantic type of yes. options. Okay, you know? so then maybe like that's like the short term, like version of what I'm thinking of. Like, could choose be. Dawson or choose or choose not to Dawson. Right. Could that be. That is Certainly the question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so we're back to Dawson and Miss Kennedy. Um, and she says she heard that he has a movie. Um, and uh, Dawson starts describing the movie to her. Uh, and he says, like, I'm so inspired by you being here. I'm really, like, intimidated by you. Um, mm. And she says people think she's arrogant. arrogant. Um, here's the thing. <laughs> Like I she feel like is. This should have been a red flag, like immediately, right? Because, like, usually, if uh, I would say at least like three people say you're something, you probably are. <laughs> and if you're not, like, you're probably at least giving off that vibe. Like, right? some people just come off as a little bit standoffish if you don't know them. But if multiple people have said this to you, you probably are that thing. Probably. Um, yeah, I, I mean, this was probably the weirdest scene for me between Miss Kennedy and da Dawson, because I mean, Dawson is cheesing so hard with her. Yeah. And he's like, I admire you. I look up to you. You give me hope. Um, so like I was like just thinking how much of a hard time he gave Pacey for flirting and being with Tamara. And here he is like, I mean, he says that he's not flirting. He says that he's not intimidated. But I just felt like it was just weird. And like, I also he's she was like, I guess I should have guessed your film was a love story. You have a romantic spirit. It yeah. just felt like a little like eh I me. can see that. To, I interpreted it more as hero worship. Like, well, not yeah, that she's like Spielberg said. level, but like, I feel like this is, he's like giddy to be around somebody who has the same passion as him because there's nobody in Cape Side who has the same interest as him in filmmaking. Even the other students in his class, like they, it's not something they want to do for life, right? Mm -hmm. So that's how I viewed it. But I feel like, I feel like it's also partially because they are, like, opposite sex. I feel like if this was a man, maybe we wouldn't interpret the scene in that way. Um, but I do think it's weird that she says, like, oh, I should have guessed it was a romance. You have a romantic spirit. Like, that's a fucking weird thing to say. She's kind of weird. Yeah. Gorgeous. This actress is, like, the prettiest oh, person really, I've yeah. ever looked at in my life. But yeah. 
fucking weirdo just like Devin the weirdest people yes oh it's like why are you people such wackadoos yeah um so we're back to Joey she's real pissed she spent five dollars on that fortune teller um and there's a new guy who asks if these drawings are Joey's Colin Manchester what a name mm, he sounds hello. rich rich hello Manchester um, it sounds like he should have like the third after his name. The th- yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's tall, but not really dark, in my no. opinion. No. He is the blondie. So he compliments her art and they kind of he kind of walks off and Jack is like, your destiny walked right up to you and you do nothing. You just froze. And he called her an ice queen. Yes. Uh, she says she's looking for herself, not a guy. Um, and I like this advice from Jack. He says, just like, go take a chance, have an adventure. Yeah. Like, I appreciate this advice. Like, Joey, not everything has to be a serious relationship. Yeah. Like, you don't have you to marry have the fun. dude. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You don't have to marry the dude. Just have a good time. You're young. Yes, exactly. So I really appreciate that Jack is like, I, I, I really like Jack as a friend to Joey. Like he's, Me he's too. giving her great advice. I agree. Um, we get Jen and she's helping Graham's. Um, with Graham's like booth where Graham's is selling the biggest bunch of crap that you can ever imagine. <laughs> but like, you know what? You've seen these bitches at like flea markets and shit though. So like this girl, she's selling like one quilt square as pot holders, a yes. fucking clothespin with a ribbon on it. Who and gives a shit? A, a chip, chip clip. clip. It's a chip clip. <laughs> And it's like, and like, what else? Like, but a bunch of nonsense. Like, this is the most, like, biggest crap that you can ever imagine. Is Grams like broke? Does Grams need money? I th- I don't think Grams is broke. I just think that she makes crap, and she's like, I'm gonna sell it. This is probably going to go towards donations to the church. Oh, the honestly, I didn't mind like the quilt square thing. I mind the chip clip because that's that bitch. That is not a fucking chip clip. And okay, I don't need a fancy is, ribbon on my fucking chip clip. This is exactly it's a clothespin. This is exactly like the time at the invention convention when I was in third grade where for my invention, I I dipped Q-tips in paint and called it colorful Q-tips. And that was my invention. <laughs> You can't. How old were you? How old were you? I just said third grade. Oh, third grade. Okay. You can't like, <laughs> you know, you can't like, you know, put a a bow on crap and call it art. You know, like you can't just put a ribbon on a clothespin and be like, here's my five dollar, my five dollar. How much do you think clip? she was charging for that? You think it was five dollars? Five dollars. That's bullshit. I I wouldn't even spend a dollar. I mean, I wouldn't buy it. But like a dollar, fifty cents. Maybe 50 cents, but like only other elderly people are buying these. A ribbon. She, this bitch went to Michael's and got ribbon. Yeah. She's like, Jen, bring out my hot glue gun. I have crafts to do. <laughs> like, what the heck? I can't. I can't. I oh, don't know. This is my, my expensive chip clip. Like, oh, what the what heck? Bullshit. What bullshit. I I'm know. so happy you felt the same way because the minute I saw that clothespin, I was like, what? the fuck is happening it sent me over the edge yes i loved grams for like five seconds this season and then she had to go fucking pull this shit although i'll be back in love with her later no i i love i love grams and her scams um yes um, so yeah so grams is asking why things didn't work out with ty grams you should know the fucking answer because you had to ream him a new one 
Um, and apparently there's an old guy checking out Grams. Woohoo! Yeah, Wit Hubbly. Um, I was what a great into name. yeah, I was into Wit. I was like, you know what? If I what even if I was forty, I would go after Wit. He's a good looking guy. Yeah. Um. So he comes over. Um, Evelyn Ryan, look at you. It must be 30 years. And he asks her out to dinner. Mm-hmm. Now, she declines. Yes. Um, and I love Jen here. I love Jen being like, he was having impure thoughts about you. <laughs> Jen was so funny. I she was it. so funny in this episode. Is it just me? Or is it like Jen is at her best when she's like sparring with Grams? Not in like mm-hmm. the religion versus atheism thing, mm-hmm. but in like the like... Jen poking fun like yeah it's like Jen at her best yeah I agree and there is a scene later on um which was a lot of fun too like she's yeah. like Rams like we'll get into it but yeah, it's yeah. So, no it's so good it's you're so, so right. good it's so good yeah so we get Joey going back up to Colin and compliments his work she introduces himself and he's like can I buy you a cup of hot chocolate love it fun adorable cute exciting into it so Dawson so this is like another part of this fair there's like a film tent where they play like old movies in the film tent and Dawson's like really like oh my gosh you have so much good stuff and she's like I got it from the Boston archives you're a true film buff Dawson he's like I'm film obsessed (laughs) he's like and nobody understands they say I have tunnel vision it's like okay go off um, but I don't care anymore. And she's like, no, like I can, I can relate. Like I'm obsessive about my writing. I understand mm-hmm. what you're going through. And then Dawson's like, um, I've decided like, would you watch my movie? It's like about, and then he, she, I'm pretty sure she says something like, oh, it was just waiting for you to ask. Yeah, I, I thought you would never ask. Yeah. It's like, all right, bitch. So they're going to go watch his movie. Um, and Joey is chatting with this new guy, a new fancy man. Um, and, uh, he like, they're sitting very close together and he's like, are you even aware of how unbelievably beautiful you are? Like, it's pretty fucking intense when you Mm -hmm. just met this girl, dude. Yeah. And she, every compliment that he gives, she's trying to like make up conversation, like asking about, yeah, you know, like his photography or like where right. he goes to school. And then he always just like turns it back to like, I've been fascinated by faces, like some faces you can see a million emotions at once and you have sensual lips and like all this crap. Yeah. And I feel like like Joey is definitely the type to get super uncomfortable when she gets compliments. Mm-hmm. So this is like really, really uncomfortable for her. But to be fair to her, like she does navigate it not too horribly. Like she does handle yeah. it well. Yeah. Um. And he asks to photograph her. But she definitely thought that he wanted to kiss her. Yes. Because he said she had sensual lips. Like that's the very, thing you say before very you kiss close, somebody. Very close talking as yes. well. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, fire. anybody would think that he was going to kiss her. I mean, yeah. anybody watching the show would think that, too. Yeah, yeah. And then this is where we got a little too excited, trigger happy with the clothespin. This is where we <laughs> see the clothespin. Yes, I'm sorry. I forgot that it didn't come up till later because I, my my note here is, Graham is selling decorated clothespins for potato <laughs> chip bags. What the fuck? <laughs> Graham's. Like, what yes. else? What else? Do you think that she, like, you know, have you ever seen... Like those dolls made of clothespins too. 
Hot glue some yarn yeah. for hair. Yeah, she definitely did that. I bet you she makes those like Raggedy Ann, Raggedy Andy type of things. She probably makes like sock yeah. monkeys. Some. Um, she probably makes those like, have you seen those things where it's like a pot holder, but it's meant to hold a bowl so that you don't have to like put a pot holder around a bowl and take it out of the microwave. Like she makes those, I bet. It's those junk. are useful. It's all junk. Yeah. Yep. Um, but you know who's back? Wit. And he's Wit. not taking no With for a rose. an answer. With so a- sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um so she agrees to dinner at eight. Um Gramps is starting to feel upset and Jen's like, Don't worry, like don't like Gramps would want you to start dating again. And she's like, It's not that I'm old. Like I you I knew wit in high school and like I used to be hot. Now I'm now I'm old. And Jen is like, okay, Grams, makeover time. Yes, Miss Clairol and Estee Lauder. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I love a makeover. So this was very exciting. Yeah, very excited. We love a makeover montage. Yep. So very exciting for us. Um, and then we get Pacey doing a presentation as Captain Skippy. I love Yay. the little kid. You're yeah. a big jerk. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> Why does Pacey get so worked up? I think he just is annoyed. Like, I feel like he's not, I feel like he's good with kids, but like when kids piss him off, he's like, all right, you know what? You suck too, kid. You know? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's on, he wants to take his five. Meanwhile, Andy is getting her palms read by the fortune teller. And the candle goes out as soon as her like wind chimes start going. And you know, like this is this is not good. Not good. Only a candle goes out. Like, you know what they say in Survivor when your torch is snuffed? snuffed. That's it. That's it. You can't go back unless there's Redemption Island. (laughs) That's right. Um, Yes. So she's really upset. Um, she runs into Pacey and she says she's going to go for a walk. And of course, like Pacey's like, oh, I told you not to go in there. Like, of course you're upset. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Joey tells Jack that um, that Colin wants to take a portrait of her and that she's meeting him in an hour. And Jack gets all protective. He's like, well, you know what? I'm coming with. I mean, again, I'm not going to excellent friendship. Yeah. Yeah. You just met this man. You're yeah. going somewhere unfamiliar alone with him. Like a hundred percent, Jack. Like, con- like, good job. Yeah, friendship I'm, award. I'm not gonna let you get murdered. I am coming with. Yes, I yeah. love it. Yeah. Um, we have Dawson and Miss Kennedy watching the film. Um, and then we get Jen dyeing Graham's hair. Yeah. So I love this. she dyes Graham's hair in the sink, and she's like, "Grams, we should talk contraceptions." <laughs> Um, and he's, she's like, you know, are you going to bring anything? And she's like, you know what? Actually, I'm just joking. Wit seems like a cool guy. He probably has Trojans in his wallet. I love this so much. Yeah. So do you want to hear something funny? Yes. Um, I went to a bachelorette party once where we did like a scavenger hunt, which is like pretty normal for a bachelorette party. And one of the things on the scavenger hunt was like find somebody with a condom in their wallet. And we went throughout the whole entire club slash bar and nobody does this anymore. We could not Hmm. find one condom. And like between eight of us, like we literally asked like every single person in the bar. Mm. And Do it's you think because they just expect that they'll have it back 
like wherever they're going. They, it's like number one, number one, they expect the women to have it. Oh, of course. And number they do. two, they expect not to use one. Um, but on top of that, on top of that, we did find one person that did have it by the end of the night, and it was a woman. There you go. Yeah. See, this is some BS, man. Yep. Like, yep. take care of your shit. Like, wrap that shit up. Yep. Because yep. I'm sorry, so, but like, even birth control doesn't protect you against STDs. So very true. Just so yeah. In. So the average man between the ages of 20 and 30 do not have condoms in their wallets anymore. I hope they at least like if they find a woman they or anybody, you know, if they find anybody they want to hook up with that they're going to like a drugstore and picking some up before they go in. One would only hope. One would only hope. Um, Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues and other personal needs. So your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. But I do love this scene between Jen and Grams because, like, Grams is obviously, like, uncomfortable, but, like, it's so cute. And oh, I yeah. just I just love the whole scene. Yeah. Um. So Joey is looking at the clothes. Um. She picks out or Jack picks out a feather boa and she's wearing, like, she ends up switching into, like, a ton of different outfits. Yeah. So you got, like, blessed for fashion hour with this so was many so outfits. fun. Yes. I loved this. So, yeah. You're so Madonna. She- you're in Wuthering Heights. <laughs> yeah. She's in this, like, gorgeous sequin dress and uh they like are hyping her up and calling her gorgeous and colin you know compliments jack's obscure reference and asks if um if they're just friends if joey and jack are just friends he says yes like we're just friends and then colin says good and then she like switches outfits and she like models in a chair and the cheetah coat and the boots oh my god yes you can totally tell katie holmes has modeled I know. Um, and then we get like this like masculine, like Diane Keaton outfit. Yeah. Like, so then um, <laughs> the photo shoots over and Colin's like, I just can't wait to print these photos. And then um, Joey like chases Jack away. Mm-hmm. And um, Colin says like, you're a born diva. And she thinks that they're going to kiss again. And then Colin like walks off. Yeah, and I feel like by now we should start to, like, sense something because obviously we think the reason he asked if Jack and Joey are just friends is because Mm -hmm. he's interested in Joey. Mm -hmm. But no, um, we'll find out later that it's not the case. Mm -hmm. Um, So now we have Jen going through Graham's wardrobe and she's like, nope, nope, nope. (laughs) Um, And she does her makeup. 
she Grimes looks gorgeous. Um, mm-hmm. What a fox. And here's the thing. I did read that apparently they really did like normally not not in this episode. Normally they age up Grimes because the actress herself like isn't that old. So mm-hmm. they have to like put her hair up in a certain like in a twist and like gray it up and like yeah. make her look way older because she looks so young here. Yeah, I know. So, um, is so is do they like spray her hair, or does she have to dye her hair gray? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm just saying that, like, for sure that they make her. They, I read that they make her look older. I'm not exactly sure what that entails. Um, but they say that they aged her up. So maybe they did. It does look like, um, it does like from the way Grams's hair has always looked. It's not like all the way gray. It's like a mixture of like brown and gray. You know, right? Yeah. Um. Very but, yeah. interesting. But I love this scene. I feel like it's so sweet of Jen to like give Grams a makeover and just like boost her self esteem because like that's really what she needed. Like, yeah, she doesn't. And there was nothing wrong with Graham's appearance, right? But like she felt like she looked old. So I love Jen just being like, no, 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 no. We, I got you. You know, yeah, it's very sweet. Yeah, it was awesome. So then we see Pacey go yell at the fortune teller lady. <laughs> I love this. He's like, you should just say something nice. Um, and this lady, mm-mm-mm, she will not be trifled with. Nope. She's like, I see a young man who wears a mask that isn't his own. The mask is strong and confident. Beneath the mask is a young boy who is scared because he has a house of cards and a gust of wind will knock it down. I wasn't that impressed with this one because I feel like just by like his very first sentence, like interaction, she could have just guessed that. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, does this does this uh, description not fit like 90 percent of teenage boys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. I mean, honestly, just teenagers is what yeah. we should say, because yeah. a mask wearing a mask and then you're really scared and there's a house of cards and it's going to be blown down. Like, yeah, every mm-hmm. teenager feels like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This one did not impress me as much as some of the others, but yeah. she seems smug. She seems happy with herself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, now we're back with the photographer. He's asking if Jack is single. Um, Joey is disappointed. And Joey says something that I don't really appreciate. Um, she says, she tells Jack to develop better gaydar, um, which upsets Jack. I mean, like, rightfully so. Like, I feel like, I I don't know. I don't know. I feel like gaydar is such, like, an outdated term now. Um, Mm -hmm. because it's not as simple as it's not like a binary decision. There's a whole spectrum. You know what I mean? There's so many more things. I feel like back in the 90s, it really was like either you're gay or you're straight and it's not okay to be gay. It's so different than that. Um, I I didn't really like that line from Joey. Um, I'll try to forgive her. It's the 90s, but still it felt icky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's very like, are you part gay? Which is yes. what she said the other episode, which yeah. is like, Joey, yes. don't do this, girl. You're supposed to be a gay icon. Like, she could totally be like how people like perceive um, like Samantha from Sex in the City. Yes. It's yeah. like, you know, Joey's making all the, you know, gay friends in the, in the creek. Like, she could be like a goddess, but she keeps saying like some ignorant and questionable things. Yes. Uh, but she apologizes, you know, she's like, no, she does. yeah, so she's like, I'm new at this. Like, we're both new at this. And like, he's basically is like, you know, like everybody just looks at me and thinks that I'm going to like start like I'm into Broadway. I'm going to I'm into dancing. And like, that's just not who I am. But that's what people expect from me. 
Right. And so Joey tells Jack that the photographer wants to meet him. And she took the initiative and told the guy that Jack would be by the fire at 11. Mm -hmm. And Jack says, just because he's gay, he's not obligated to go out with him. I I do agree with Jack here. Like, I feel like Joey should have said, you know what? Let me talk to Jack. Let me get his okay before I set anything up. I feel like she thought she was doing him a favor. But really what she's Mm -hmm. doing is like forcing him to have his first date with someone of the same Mm -hmm. sex. Right. When like, that's a big deal, you know? Oh, and then... Another Sex in the City reference, but it reminds me when I forget if it's Carrie or Charlotte that sets up um, Anthony and Stanford. And they're like, why do you think this would work? Oh, it's work? Charlotte. It's Charlotte. Yeah. Because she's, it's like, oh, well, because we're the only two gay men that you know that, like, exactly. of course you have to set us yeah. up. I mean, yeah. not for nothing, like, Sex and City 2, they did get married. But, like, that's, Sex and City 2 is, like, not canon. Or maybe it's Sex and City 1. I don't remember. They're but both it, real bad. Yeah, it's not canon. But, yeah. like, exactly. It's, like, just because I'm the only two, we're the only two gay people that you know doesn't, doesn't mean that we're going to, like, work out. Like, right. you know... Um, so I, I was reminded of that. Yeah. Um, so then, okay, this is like this scene. Oh my gosh. So Dawson just finished watching the movie with Miss Kennedy. Yes. And she's like, he's like, what do you think? And she's like, oh, it's fine. And he's like, no, like, tell me the truth. Like, I want to learn, like, don't hold back. And she's like, are you sure? I'm not going to sugarcoat anything, Dawson. And then Holy fuck. Like, okay. Oh, oh my God. I think your film is completely uninspired. The production values flat. Your story is non-existent. Even your dialogue isn't believable. And he's like, yeah, like, I know, like, it needs some work. It needs some tweaking. And she goes, it lacks emotion of any kind and says nothing to the audience. And he's like, well, what if I, like, cut the B storyline? And she's like, not even that will help you, sir. It's a preposterous soap opera about a bunch of teenagers who talk too much. I mean, we've seen it all before. All that self-aware, self-referential hyperbole filled with cliches that are disguised as send-ups. It actually borders on plagiarism, which I kind of think is ironic because it technically is plagiarism off of Dawson's Creek. Yeah, Yeah. it's like, wait, this is plagiarism. She, the thing is, is like, she qualifies all of this by saying like, oh, well, Hollywood is tough. It's really harsh and it hurts. So she's like, oh, I'm just telling you this. I hate, I hate when people do this. She's acting like she's doing him a favor by ripping his movie to shreds, right? She's acting like, oh, well, you know, Hollywood is really tough and eats people for breakfast. So I just wanted to like, you know, let you know what I really felt. But no, like all the things that she says, like she could have given more constructive feedback than this. Mm -hmm. This is all just like so so mean he's a teenager like he's a teenager like he this is his first real like well I guess Mm -hmm. he had another film but this is like I feel like this production value is a lot higher than the original the first film right it's Mm -hmm. like his first like real real film give him feedback not like oh scrap the whole thing it's trash yeah I feel like this she's projecting like she's been kicked down before so I feel like she's just like taking it out on him it's like a form of hazing almost yeah like oh everybody got their first film like completely trashed so just part of the right. part of the trade yeah do you think that dawson didn't give joey twenty five hundred dollars out of the five thousand if it would have been had better production <laughs> value 
Probably. I mean, I think that I don't think her problem is the production value. It seems like the writing is the problem for her, right? Like, right. it seems like she's not, she doesn't say anything about, like, oh, the acting is bad. Mm-hmm. It's all like, oh, it's unbelievable. The storyline is terrible. The teens talk too much. Right, yeah. Like, it definitely could have said, like, okay, so in this part, I feel like it would be better if you take it from this angle. Right. Or I feel like this could need some rewriting, like, or reshooting. Like, yeah. it's none of that. It's just, like, this is preposterous and you suck. It's awful. Like, this is not what a good teacher does. Like, even if you feel like it is trash and, like, you don't like it, I feel like it's your job as a teacher to give constructive criticism. And you don't have to say, I loved it. Like, you can just say, like, you know what? I see potential, but it does need work. And Exactly. This is... The heart is there. You know, the thought is there. Like, whatever you want to say to make this poor fucking guy feel bad. He looks awful. Like, here's the thing. Never have I ever felt so badly for Dawson that I did right at this moment. Like, yeah. the poor guy, like, and we know how emotional he is and how, like, sensitive he is about filmmaking and how much of a dream it is for him. And he just gets basically his heart entirely stomped on. I know. It's awful. I, I do I do feel bad for Dawson. I mean, like, season two has been real rough for him. Like, yeah, like, he, he already doesn't had his heart broken easy. by Joey more recently. Yeah, his heart's <gasps> been broken. And then re-broken. He keep, re-broken. <laughs> he, he keeps getting, like, trolled yeah. by Jen oh, and his awful. parent. It's like, it's. I kind of do feel bad for Dawson. Um, mm. So then, Jack and Joey come together. She gets a second hot chocolate. This bitch is just, like, Cracked out on sugar. Yeah. (laughs) Lots of sugar. Um, He apologizes for overreacting. Um, You know, they he's just not ready to move forward towards this like new identity of his. And they they agree they have a lifetime of adventures ahead of them. Plenty of time for kisses and romance. Um, and then and then they do a little cuddle, which I thought was so cute. I thought Jack giving Joey a forehead kiss was very sweet. I really love their friendship in this episode. They're really yeah. supportive of one another, which is which what is I nice. like the most. Yeah, yeah, like they're both pushing the other one like outside of their comfort zone in order to try new things and experience more things, um, which I really like. But I feel like they both kind of are understanding when like, I'm not ready for that yet. You know, like I need, yeah. I need to like, I need to take some time. And yeah. I, I just like that a lot. I, I just love them as friends. Like Me I'm too. so happy I'm that we're at this point, you know. I'm excited. Uh, I'm also excited that Dawson is full out like moping around the fair, <laughs> like dragging so his feet. Mopey. Why is he yeah. even there? Dude, yeah. go home. Just go, go home. home. <laughs> so then he sees he sees Miss Kennedy get into Mitch's car, which really like makes him sad, too. Yes. And then I feel like it sends him over the edge. He's like, oh, great. Not only I hate this bitch so much. And now my dad is hanging out with her. Great. And, and then he sees Joey selling a painting and then go like excitedly hug, hug Jack. And I feel like that he got, makes... like dream flashbacks of like he thinks they're going to make out. Next. And that makes him sad. Like he's yeah. just like being a sad boy. He's one of those people where like. Like, okay, you've explained this to me. I feel like you're going to find this relatable. It's like when you're already in a bad mood, so you, like, yeah. find other things to, like, yep. put you in a worse mood. Yeah. That's exactly what he's doing. He's like, I'm in such a bad mood, so I'm going to walk around and see all these happy people and make it feel even worse. <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you, if you're in a bad mood and you feel really sad, 
walking around alone at a fair Which where a like there's place. like happy laughing people <laughs> yeah. having a good time is probably not going to help you it just killed me though because you're so right he looks so miserable <laughs> just that it's like, so just funny. like hanging his head down like <laughs> moping around the fair as people are like you know like being like and he sees like other people games. being like romantic and everything you know, it's my so life funny. sucks and like this is where like I think we already played this song but they should have put on like the everybody hurts yes, yes they should have yeah right here. as Just he's like moping around song. the carnival yeah. with his head hung low like uh what you know what i just realized <laughs> it has been two episodes and he still hasn't spoken to pacey are they I in a fight to, oh my gosh i forgot to bring this up I can't believe I forgot to bring this up because, yes, like I meant to talk to you about like how it's ridiculous that like it never got mentioned again how awful he was to Pacey after his birthday. Like they didn't speak. We haven't even seen them speak. And they no haven't one has even brought this been up. in the same scene since the Isn't birthday. Isn't it weird that they kind of left that like just well, maybe dropped they it? They are in a fight. Maybe, but, like, you think they'd at least address it. Like, maybe Dawson would say, like, oh, you know, my my ex-girlfriend rejected me and my best friend hates me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there'd be a way to bring it, it up. It's weird. weird. It is weird. And if they're not fighting, fine, whatever. Like, I wish they would address it. But then Dawson doesn't have to hang out alone. Like, he can hang out with his best friend. Yeah. And his new friend, Andy, who he just raged with. Yeah. Or you know what? Here's the other thing. And I know he doesn't really like this option, but him and Jack got along really well when he was doing like the miniatures for like the scene. Like hang out with Jack. Like him and Joey aren't dating anymore. Like there's not that between them. They got along for that little bit that they were hanging out. Yeah. So, you know, like he doesn't have to be alone. I don't understand why these couples, all the couples have to be on their own. Like why can't the creek creeps all hang hang out out together? together? Like, yeah, why? poor Jen is, like, like, on her own, too. Why oh, do they have with Jen? Why can't they eat lunch together? Like, what's the yeah. big deal? No, they're weird about it. They're very weird. Yeah. Um, So Andy and Pacey are talking, and Pacey's like, can we please talk about what happened? Um, And then I feel so bad for Andy. She just wants to know things were going to get better, but the psychic said that the troubles of her past are only a preview of what to come. And she's like, I need to know the worst is behind me. Pacey, I can't handle any more unhappiness in my life. Oh, this and these are the reasons why I wouldn't want to go to a fortune teller. Because like you hear this and it's like, I mean, everybody knows. I mean, everybody in their life experiences some form of loss or hardship or sorrow or rough times. Right. Like it's a given. It's a given if you live your life and you have people in your life. Something is going to happen at some point. But I feel like getting confirmation of that is so much worse, especially for poor Andy, who's already been through fucking hell and back, man. Mm -hmm. Like she has been through a rough time. And to have a fortune teller just be like, oh, that's just a fucking preview. Like, you don't want to hear that. No, you don't. Um, Pacey tries to make her feel better. Like your future is going to be so bright and magnificent. There's no measure for how wonderful your life is going to turn out. Um, you know, and she, he says, like, you don't have to believe it because I believe it for you. Um, I, I really love them together. I, they're, I'm trying to think, like, if they're starting to become, like, maybe my favorite TV couple of all time. 
That's, I don't know that's like, a big who statement. I would like. But I have to think about that. But yeah, I don't know if I statement. like anybody better. Um, I think they're just so supportive of one another. And yeah. they bounce off of each other in the best way. Like yeah. they have like the quippy relationship. And they're, they can tell each other hard truths. Um, but they're like supportive above everything else. And I think that yeah. that is like the main thing that you're like when you need somebody and you're like struggling and they know that they have each other like that's like the best part about their relationship yeah uh i i i really do love them i love them together i think that they're very good for one another and i am enjoying i'm enjoying them together at this time so um joey goes to tell colin that Jack's not coming and she didn't have a right to tell him that he would come and he gets it and he admits that he's like honestly he just got out of a relationship and he's on the rebound mm-hmm. and they're on they have in, um, in common that like they were both friends with their ex-significant others for a long time before they started a relationship and she asks advice like why did you guys break up he says he doesn't really know why he kind of forgot yeah, he says, I, at the time, I could think of a million reasons. Now I can't think of any. But I think that's so common in so many breakups. Like, I just feel like you always look back and think of the fond memories, no? Like, once it's over and you miss that person, like, that's, of course, what you're going to think of. Um, right. If you were back with that person, you probably would want to break up with them again because most likely – those problems are still there. If they were there when you're dating, if you got back together, they're probably still going to be there, depending on what mm-hmm. they are. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, he basically says it comes to a point where it's impossible to go back. Yeah. Um, like, you know, he was so basically like she could relate to all this hardcore. Of course. Um, maybe a potential new friend for Joey or we'll never see him again. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Regardless, he has a great name. Yeah. Um, so Jen is still like wandering around the fair and he, she sees Grams and she's like, Grams, like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, this is some bullshit. Yeah. We find out that Wit has a wife and How? the reason he had to cancel is because she wasn't feeling well. I, the thing How, is. What? Where? Like, what? Like, why did he bring her yeah, a flower? That's, that's what's most upsetting to me. Don't bring the flower because it certainly sends the wrong message. Like, I feel like the first thing you should say is like, oh, how have you been? And it's like, oh, well, you know, I got married and I have kids or grandkids or whatever the situation is. Like, I feel like that should be the first thing out of your mouth because the way he was like talking about how beautiful she was and like got her the flower, like it sends very mixed messages. But yeah, this was so strange to me. Like it really, really flopped. But, um, you know, Graham's actually is taking like a positive yeah spin to this she's like you know what it's like not about seeing what it's about like feeling like you know my there's still life for me to live like ever since gramps died like i thought that was it for me but like you made me see that like i still have you know an opportunity to make new friends meet new people like live a fulfilled life with like post gramps Right. I love that. I love that Grams is using this as an opportunity to see it, um, like, see the positive. Um, And I love Jen is, you know, asks if she gets afraid of facing the future alone, which I think it's like a really common fear. Right. If people, you know, is is being alone and and having to live life alone. 
Um, yeah. And Graham says, you know, yeah, yeah, sometimes I do fear that. And Jen says, me too. And I really love this moment. I This episode is so great for a lot of the pairings. Like, it has such really heartfelt moments and Mm -hmm. I I when Jen and Grams are getting along I really love it I really don't like when they argue and season two of Grams has been like by far so much better than season one of Grams we have seen like about quarter as much that's true but when we have seen her she's been like really great yeah so I I just love this moment between them you can see them connecting on a level of like being alone and feeling lonely and feeling like you know what's next and I really like that for both of them I feel like they can help each other you know um they both kind of can help each other in very different ways um but I really like it yeah yeah so Dawson goes up to the fortune teller and she's like I'm closed which is like Bitch. he's like oh great of course you are <laughs> <laughs> i i'm destined to live my life in misery misery and die loveless friendless and in, in complete obscurity <laughs> and basically so now she whips out her tarot cards so she's not only an expert at palm reading crystal balling but she also can do tarot cards wow she's she pulls out the lovers very interesting. A soulmate walks in your path. One you've known for many lifetimes before this one. She knows you well. She sees into your soul. She feels your pain. Uh, Dawson says she blew me off. No, she's still here. She surrounds you. Um, then why that do I keep losing her? Yeah, that which is lost can be found again. Um, so Dawson like looks off to the distance and like sniffles and he's like, thank you. And like is about to hand her a five and she's gone. She vanished. She's gone. Where is she? I love how such a grounded episode like this episode is very grounded in the emotional moments and like the the relationships. And then we have this mysterious fortune teller who just like poof. Yeah, gone forever. Doesn't this episode put, doesn't, is everything. I know. Doesn't put away her tent. Like gives no shits. Like no. She's, she's like somebody. She's like that. She, you know what? I just pictured the fortune teller being like, "This guy looks so fucking sad. I might as well read his fortune for free. I yeah. could use the fiver, but let's just do it for free because yeah. he looks pathetic." Yeah. <laughs> she's like the spirits will put away my tent. Yes. Like, I gotta get, gotta get yeah, going. Gotta this go. is actually, this next part is my favorite part in the entire episode. Dawson is now in his bedroom, and behind him is the misery poster, and it just says <laughs> misery. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. How appropriate is that? I, I love thought it was it. hilarious and very deliberate, but yeah, hilarious. Yeah. So, and then, and then, this is some bullshit, too. He, yeah. in a fit of rage, pushes all of the mini houses that Jack worked so hard of I'm off devastated. the table. They looked so cute. And you know what? You know what, Dawson? How are you going to make a creek side, too? How are you going to do it? Yeah. What the fuck? Like, why are you taking out on Jack's hard work? Yeah. No, he's a dick. And then he goes and stares at a picture of Joey he still has, <laughs> like a fucking creepo. <laughs> But he's like, yeah, he gets so close to the picture. Uh, (laughs) Oh, can I ask you a question? Do you think, okay, because what the hell was I watching? Oh, I was watching a movie and they were talking about how like weird it is for like a guy to like jerk off to a picture of his girlfriend. I bet you that uh, that Dawson walks the dog to Joey's picture still. 
Yeah, like we've talked about this before. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, and he it's, definitely does. It's, it's and he's not like, right. We have like the whole montage of like him calling her, but then he like hangs up, you know, before she yeah. answers. Yeah, but Joey's right there. Yeah, I'm surprised she's not running. She's walking. <laughs> <laughs> no, she walks very slowly. She walks very so slowly. So slowly, in fact, that, um, you know, that he turns off his light because she took too long to go up the ladder. Dude, I would be so pissed if I rode my ass all the way there in my fucking rowboat. No boater boat in sight. Then I got to row all the way home. Holy fuck. No. I mean, just go to Jack's at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's eh, too far. Do. Someone yeah. drive me home. Yeah. Um. um so yeah, so yes. rowing away. Yeah, they're they're both sad, and then uh, she sees a man at the door, and she goes, "Daddy, it's a tall, dark, and handsome man." I know. Oh my gosh! And it's Joey's dad. He's here. Oh my gosh! You weren't expecting this at all. I was not. Yep. I was not. I don't know what to think of Joey's dad, like, out of jail. Like, Joey's been so independent for, mm-hmm. like, it seems like a long time. I just can't see Joey being like, hey, dad, like, like, what is he going to say? Like, Joey, you can't, like, go motorboating all night because, <laughs> like, you have a curfew. And it's like, this bitch hasn't had a curfew since yeah. she was seven. Well, we'll have to see what happens next episode. I don't what know. What a cliffhanger. It's crazy. Crazy. So, was not expecting that. Next episode's title, season two, episode 18, A Perfect Wedding. Oh. Someone's uh, getting married. Somebody's getting married. Who's getting who's married? Getting, who's getting married? Did like, um, wait, wasn't I talking about uh, writing letters to Mr. Potter in jail? Uh, maybe at the at the last episode of season one maybe yes maybe it's me maybe i'm getting married (laughs) you're getting married to mr pot -er. yeah mr pot dot 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 er has like a pen pal that he's getting married to i mean who else would get married i don't even know who else is vibing Mm. like that miss kennedy and mr mitch Oh, wow. That was very quick. Shotgun wedding. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. No, I'm going to put some money on uh, Mr. Potter. I don't know. Okay. I really loved this episode. I think it's like, honestly, everything you could want in a Dawson's Creek episode. It's not my favorite episode of all time. Don't get me wrong. But it has everything you want. It has the great emotional moments and the great like moments with the different couples. It has Mm -hmm. some wacky, zany crap because there's a fortune teller. Mm -hmm. Like we have Mopey Dawson. Like literally (laughs) like what else could you want in an episode? I think that I liked it better, honestly, on my second watch. I think that um, on my first watch, I felt like it was like a little campy and I was just like, "Uh, I don't know. Um, but in my second watch, I had, like, more fun with it. Because, yeah. you know, like, now I'm watching, like, for ma- having, like, big stuff happen. And, like, nothing, like, big happened in this episode. Yeah. So then, like, at first maybe I was a little disappointed that, like, nothing, like, huge went on or, like, nothing, like, cha- like life-changing went on. But yeah. Well, except the very my- end, too, where Joey's dad comes right, back. Right, 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 but, right. Yeah. But my- on my second watch, I was like, 
No, this is like a fun ride. Yeah, I feel like episodes like these, they're not the best episodes of Dawson's Creek, but they're like almost like more fun to podcast about because they're like so ridiculous in some moments that it's so funny. Like, I I don't know. I really enjoyed like talking about this one. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, But no, it was it was really good. I'm looking forward to the next episode. Um, Mm -hmm. I can't believe we're already 18 episodes into season two. It's absolutely wild. It's flying by. How um, how many episodes are there in season two again? Uh, let me double check. I want to say there's like 22 or 23, but let me pull up the spreadsheet. Do you want to pull up the feedback, which I assume we have from some lovely listeners? I have a, I have an email. Wonderful. Um, okay. Uh, 22 episodes. In okay. This season. I was right. So we have five left, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. So we're getting there. Crazy. I know. I have um, our email today is from Linda. We love Linda. We love Linda. Hey, ladies, that's showbiz. Excuse <laughs> me. Who's calling my girl Andy McGeek? We didn't even say anything about that. Um, can you believe that people at Andy's school called her Andy McGeek? I can. As much yeah. as it pains me, I can believe that. Because Andy is like very studious and kids are mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you have any embarrassing nicknames as a kid? No. Um, no. Uh, like, as a joke, sometimes my family called me, like, Messy Jesse because, like, it <laughs> rhymes. But, like, beyond uh, that, no. How do you my relate is, to that now? I'm not really messy. Um, mm. As a kid, I think we all messy, messy as children. Um, but, no, actually... Uh, speaking of my name, when we brought Winston to get his, we got Winston to get his nails clipped yesterday, um, and the the person at the the groomers was like, "Oh, Winston Sterling, what a great name!" And I was yeah. like, "Why, thank you. It's a good name. That's <laughs> it's good. True. It sounds like very fancy. Way more it fancy is. than he actually is. I <laughs> know he's a fancy boy. Fancy boy. Fancy boy. Um." I really enjoyed Joey and Jack's friendship this episode. Yes. Nice to see them supporting each other. Really like Jack going to the photo shoot to make sure Joey was safe because the dude was yes. giving off some serious serial killer vibes, which we know that Joey is not great at spotting serial killers. Since yes. She always got murdered before. Yes, um, good point. Yes. Joey really should have checked with Jack first to see if he was ready for a date. Yep. I understand why he would be upset. He was very quickly, apo- he very quickly apologized and explained why he was upset, which I appreciate. And Joey totally understood. It was nice to see they can talk to each other and have respect for each other. I absolutely agree. We know that Jack is very forgiving. Jack never holds a grudge. He thinks it's easier to like accept and give apologies than to have like long fights. Like we see this with Andy. So I'm not surprised that Jack was quick to forgive. He forgives Dawson all the time for being a big jerk off to him. Yeah. So no, that is one of Jack's best qualities. I think honestly is how quickly he forgives people and like just moves on from things. Yep. Yep. Um. Yeah. One of his best qualities for sure. Yeah. It's nice to see Grams more. It was great seeing her bonding with Jen. Why did that dude say you know where to find me when they haven't seen each other for (laughs) thirty years though? It's like actually, yeah, I don't know where to find you. Where can I find you, dude? By your workshop booth, like where you're selling, like yeah. Do you live with your parents still? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What do you think that um, Wit was 
was selling at his booth. Like I'm he looked thinking, like a woodcraft guy. Wood- like he would like make cutting boards and shit. Do, yeah. Do you know um, during Christmas at the Christmas tree stands where they sell those reindeer of like tree stumps? Yes. That's probably what Wit sells as yes. well. Wit Whittles. Wit Whittles. That's his business name. Wit Whittles. Yes. Or pens. Whittles. Those <gasps> wooden pens. Yes. Yeah, you what's, know the what's ones. whittling? What's whittling creations or something like that? Yeah. Um, so, what's you, whittling woodcraft? It's a mouthful to say. He better go into business now. That he <laughs> is in business. He has to do that as now for sure. A, his business is that he's a jerk. Yeah, that leads people on. Yes. Even though the night during. Tur- even though the night didn't turn out as planned, Jen helped Grams learn a lesson that totally resonates with me. And I'm sure a lot of people. I can't live in the past. I need to open up to new people and new friends. Love it. Yep. Yes. Yep. Andy wanted so desperately to hear things will get better. Is so relatable and makes me hurt for her. Love how mm-hmm. reassuring and loving Pacey is with her. Uh, yeah. I um, I I can I can understand why. Andy was so desperate just for somebody to say, like, it's okay. But yeah. the... She just wants confirmation that it's going to get better than it is right yeah. now. Yeah. The the sketchy, uh, fair fortune teller is just not the way to go, though. No. I think, like, realistically, if I'm being honest, I feel like what Andy really needs is, like, a better therapist more than a fortune teller. Yeah. Like, she wants confirmation that things are going to be okay. And I feel like there's never confirmation of that. It doesn't matter if you're going to a fortune teller or whoever you're talking to, right? Like, mm-hmm. in order for things to be better, mm-hmm. it's, like, something you'd have to work towards, right? Like, I yeah. just feel like that's more yeah. what she needs. Yeah. Um. What is the deal with this fortune teller anyways? The smirk she felt after she <laughs> got to Pacey. Why is she taking the joy and messing with a bunch of kids? I don't know. I don't know. Because she's a these people are sketch. Like I... she lives on Dawson's Creek. She's fucking bored. Yeah. <laughs> Have you um ever been to like a fortune teller at all? No. Not the Renaissance Fair. Nope. I should though. Next time we should go to a fair and you, we should go into one uh, and see what happens. So um I'm trying to think. Like I don't know if I, I think I've been to a fortune teller at the Ren Fair once, but when I was like super super young, like younger than. Mm-hmm. Like creek creeps. And then I definitely went prom weekend at the Jersey Shore um, to like a $5 fortune teller. Yeah. And I think like the only I'm trying to think she did say that I had been I went through a lot at a very young age, which is um, was mildly appropriate or, or accurate yeah. i think like it was really if she said that like two like two years from when she said that then that would have been really hit the nail on the head yeah um, after my dad passed away and then she said that i was going to get married very young um and that the person that <laughs> i know you laugh <laughs> you laugh and she said that the person that i was dating at the time was going to be like my husband. So I was going to get married to him very oh. young. So, and you know who that person was that was dating at that time? It was Drew. That's very funny. I also think that's like kind of irresponsible for her to say that. 
I know. But like, the thing was, is I definitely did not get married young. Yeah. You're like, okay, Drew, time's ticking. Remember that fortune yeah, teller? That fortune teller. That <laughs> I fortune feel like you bring that up every time you're still not married. You're like, you remember that yeah. fortune teller? <laughs> yeah. Also, once a fortune teller told my mom that I was going to be really rich, and I am still waiting for that to happen to me. Um, but one last, one last thing. Like, yes. another fortune teller told my mom that one day she was going to live in a town that had the name Wood in it. And she always thought it was going to be like Wildwood or Ridgewood or yeah. something like that. We, I grew up in a town called Waldwick, which actually she found out many years after moving to the town that it means a light in the woods. So how about that? <gasps> Look at that. Look at that. Yep. And then aside from that, I've been to an astrologer, which I've spoken. I don't know if I've spoken about that on the podcast. I think we did talk about it. We talked about like it on once. the astrology podcast. Mm-hmm. Best experience of my life. And I've been to a medium. Not as great. So mm-hmm. I've been through the Rolodex. So that's that. Um, Linda continues. Sorry for that tangent. <laughs> um, I thought it was important to like just no, get it important. out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Miss Kennedy was way too harsh on Dawson. He is mm-hmm. just a kid in high school working on his second film. Her being so hard on him kind of made me feel like she was jealous that he had such talent at a young age. Let's not get let's not get too crazy. Linda's Linda. getting a little carried away. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems so over the top. I get you have to be able to take criticism, but she didn't even. Um, help in any ways to improve she just totally crushed his dream i really yeah. feel for him this episode yeah and then mr potter has returneth dun 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 yeah catch you ladies on the creek again next week linda thank you linda thank you linda i love linda's feedback always I know. So do you want to hear one more embarrassing story before yes, we move please. on to fashion hour so um, if anybody remembers, I used to be a um, film major my first year, first year and a half of college um, and freshman year, I think, or it could have been second semester, sophomore year. I um, was in a writing class where we had to write a script and then we had to read the script and I and then once you read the script, like people gave feedback mm-hmm. and I read my script and people gave feedback and it wasn't like great. Like they were like attacking like some of like my storylines, which is like fine, whatever, whatever. But I legit like this reminds me so much about like the jack shit because I actually started like crying in class, which is so embarrassing. Yeah. So then it's so embarrassing, but it's like traumatizing. Yeah. So then after class, the teacher came up to me. And was just like, what's wrong with you, essentially? She was like, do you have, like, a support system at home? Or, like, do you have a support system? It's like, no, getting judged and critiqued in front of people is very traumatizing. So, um, so I was like, I don't know. Like, I think I, like, made something up. I'm like, yes, like, I'm fine. But it was very, very embarrassing. I feel like it's even worse that the teacher asks that. Like, I feel like the question should be like, are you OK? Not are you have a support system at yeah. home? What the yeah. fuck? What if you said no? Like, do you have friends? Like, I'm yeah, like, what's oh. the matter with you? Uh, oh, my God. So that, that's a, it kind of is a combination between what Dawson and then what Jack went through. <laughs> and See, it's, it's a very embarrassing you're watching story. This show, Sarah, it's perfect. I relate to all these losers a lot because I myself am and was and will always be a loser (laughs) um, and a bit emotionally unstable. There you go. 
Yeah. Fashion hour. As I have revealed my deepest, darkest secrets uh, that I will not forget. Um, Okay. We have two awards. The Rachel Green Award for the most 90s outfit. Coming up first, we have Dawson. And this is his I'm in Miss Kennedy's class being a ass kisser. Um, Dawson's hair is like very floppy this episode. Yeah. Like extra 90s like sometimes he has a more slip slicked back which i think is like a little bit more current but this is like full like mushroomy mm-hmm. um wearing his signature shark tooth necklace a grayish green corduroy over shirt underneath a t-shirt with a black a white t-shirt with a black collar he is wearing some very baggy medium wash jeans with a messenger bag. What do you think of Dawson Leary's outfit? I like this outfit. It's certainly better than like the all beige outfit. I really don't like when he wears khakis. So I really appreciate the denim here. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a messenger bag, even though they're not great for your back. Um, mm-hmm. I do think it's a look. I think it all goes together well. Like it's definitely 90s, but I do like this outfit. I think it looks yep. good on him. I think it's better than a lot of the outfits Dawson chooses. Very true. Next up is Miss Kennedy at the fair. And she is wearing some very small glasses with like some <laughs> blue frames, some like little diamond or like metal earrings her makeup is like very natural looking. Her hair is parted, like kind of it like kind of in the middle, kind of like on the side. Her shirt is like this white button-down shirt um underneath and she's wearing like this like pleathery jacket over top. Um but I think it was the glasses that really got me. Girl, I legitimately had these glasses like really I had glasses that looked so similar to this they were maybe a little bit more square versus like hers are a little bit more rounded um but yeah those those like blue lenses I had ones with like blue lenses like pink lenses like very much reminds me of like Mary Kate and Ashley and Passport to Paris oh yes like same kind of vibe right Yes, yes, this is very 90s. I can literally hear this jacket because you know it makes noise. Like, yeah. I can hear it. This is a very 90s outfit. It's almost like, um, did you hear that I'm from New York and L.A. and I am I do films and I do I write scripts yeah. and shit? Like, it's very, yeah. like, trying to be bougie in a small town. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Um, and last up, we have one of Joey's looks from her photo shoot. This is her leopard jacket or coat it's a coat uh that is like big and fuzzy and oversized and some thigh high heeled boots uh her hair is like casually messy but very styled and she looks gorgeous she has like more of a reddish lip very natural makeup she is modeling uh the boots down whatever down the house down the house yeah um, um, what do you think? What when do you I think? tell you I'm obsessed with this, yeah. I am obsessed with this yeah. outfit. Like yeah. the thigh high boots, like the audacity. I love this. I love this so much. Like how dare you look can't. this good, Joey? How dare That's you? That's what I'm saying. It's like, who do you 
think you are, Josephine Potter? Who do you think you are looking this good, looking like you modeled your whole goddamn life when you're sitting on the creek? Like, this bitch, the audacity of her to look this good. And the, these boots, like, everything. Yes. They're everything. This entire outfit yes. is everything. The faces she served. Today. Yes. You like, literally, I. Poses. Yes, I can hear people on Drag Race being like, work, work, work. Like, this outfit. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course Joey wins this for me. Like, I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe if Miss Kennedy wasn't such a fucking cold-hearted biatch, I would give it to her. But not a chance. Like, Joey is killing this look. I have to give it to her. Yeah, to be fair, that is just what people assume about her. About Miss Kennedy. No, uh, yeah, Joey is, uh, this is a look. Um, Next up is the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness Award. My first... Nominee is Colin Manchester, and he is wearing this, like, dark, like, utility jacket underneath a um, red uh, maroon polo. Underneath that, like, when he takes it all off, he has, like, a white t-shirt underneath, which I think is, like, super casual. And his jeans are a dark wash and quite form-fitting, not baggy, like the 90s jeans at all. Um, yeah, he was ahead of his time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like his hair is like a little highlighted, but it's fine. It's not too I bad. feel like if you ignore the highlights, for sure, this is like a timeless outfit. Um, I really like this jacket. It like kind of reminds me of like a Carhartt jacket, but darker. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Remember when those were like all the rage? Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah. love a dark denim jean. Yeah, I really, I really like his style. Like, I feel like they styled him appropriately for him being like a photographer. He doesn't look like over the top. He looks has like more casual, um, but he looks styled enough. You know, mm-hmm. I, I really like this outfit. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have another Josephine Potter look, and this is her like Hollywood glam look. She's wearing a uh, strapless sequined gold floor length dress, a black boa. Her hair is up in an updo with like the two strands, some nice earrings, um, what did you think about Joey's look here? Again, I'm obsessed with her. Like, stop yeah. looking this good, Joey. Like, she has that, like, oh, who, me? Look. Yep. Like, yes, bitch, you. Yes, bitch, mm-hmm. you. Like, she looks so good. It's not, here's the thing. She looks great in everything, right? Like, mm-hmm. Katie Holmes is beautiful. Yeah. It's it hard to look that. bad when you're Katie Holmes. Yes, but here's the thing. It's the confidence that she had in that scene. Like, we didn't really talk much about it in the episode, but, like, she was serving looks, and it wasn't yeah. just... It it was like she just she knew how to move her body and how she to pose. She felt beautiful. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And you could read the confidence on her. And I love this look for her. Like she looks gorgeous. I like almost wish that she wore this on the episode where she did the the beauty the, contest the beauty or whatever. Pageant. Yeah, because it's gorgeous. Like she looks. We so liked good. that dress too. Though, I did. To I did. Fair. That that's fair. I did really love that dress. But I love this dress. I love them all. Yeah. Anyway, it's yeah. gorgeous. Last up is Grams's makeover look. So she her hair is now dyed a auburn brownish red. Her makeup superb. Good job, Jen. All that stolen makeup is really paying off. Um, <laughs> a dark lip, may I add? Um, yes. She looks so pretty. Um, her outfit for going out is like I think she's wearing like a plaid skirt, some like. Like um, some high boots, not as high as Joey's, of course, of course, but like 
some calf high or below the knee high boots, um, a jacket of sorts. She has a sensible evening bag. Um, but ultimately, I think like the complete package is Grams's makeover itself. And um, yeah, just all of that. So what do you what do you think of Grams's makeover? Grams looks amazing. And again, it's not necessarily just that like, you know, she changed her hair and she put on makeup and everything. It's just like you can read the confidence on her. Yep. Like she feels good and it's mm-hmm. very obvious. And I, I love that lip on her. I think that red lip. My gosh, that is a perfect evening lip. I love the skirt on her. Like, she doesn't look so, like, I don't know. What's the word? Like, grandmaish. I'm just going like, to say grandma. Yeah, no, she looks grandmaish usually. This looks great. Here's the thing. As much as I'd love to give Joey a double win, because I really, really would want to, I have to give Grams the point here. She doesn't earn many fashion hour points, and she so earned this one. Like, she looks beautiful credit to Jen because this is a wonderful look and Grams is rocking it so hard she needs to wear her hair down more often to be honest it looks great I know do you think that Urban Decay is loving that their makeup (laughs) was stolen to achieve this look or he does they're like work Grams you steal all our lipstick (laughs) oh gosh can you imagine Grams reaction if she found out she was wearing stolen lipstick oh she would (laughs) not be happy she'd lose it yeah the devil's cosmetics yes um but yeah no Grams definitely earns her point here Congratulations to Joey and Grams. What a yes. week. How fun. I loved it. We had so many good fashion outfits to choose. I mean, honestly, I feel like between the episode recap and the fashion hour options, like this episode just gave us so much. It gave me life. It was yes. funny. It was really funny. There was some like really out of the box like ep- like moments. And yeah. We love it when there's like dramatic. Of course. Moment. It's just so funny um, and fun. And uh, I, I want to see more. This was a little light on the Pacey and the Andy. We 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 like the Pacey and the Andy. I could yeah. use more, but I do respect that this is not the Pacey and Andy show. Like yeah, it's an every, ensemble show. Every yeah. every episode can't be about Pacey and Andy, right? Yeah, exactly. There's gonna yeah. be some times where we don't get to hear from them as much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, this was a this was a great episode. I'm looking forward to next episode and seeing what happens with Joey's dad for sure. Um, coming up, um, as always, you can send feedback. Um, if you want to be cool like Linda and send feedback, uh, shit90spot at gmail and all the other people that and all the other people, just specifically Linda today. Um, but yes, uh, shit90spot at gmail.com and at shit90spod on Twitter and Instagram. Um, we have obviously more Dawson's Creek, obviously more Boy Meets World coming up. Special guests on our Boy Meets World podcast. Kayla is coming on. Can't wait for that. Yay. Um, and then we have, um, Hook will already be released with Kevin Mahadeo. So go check it out. And that was so much fun. I had such a good time. Yep. Um, and would you like to tease our surprise bonus July podcast we are going to have, um, Mm -hmm. next week? Yeah. So we have podcasted with him before and we've podcasted about these two actors starring in this movie with our guest host before yes we are only allowed to podcast about tom hanks and meg ryan with this person with this person (laughs) 
<laughs> so you'll know if you've listened to our You've Got Mail content. Yes. So we're excited. Yes. So keep an eye out for a question thread that will be going up on that. Super excited. Um, really happy to have him back on and uh, and do all of that. Sarah, I hear you have something else to plug as well. Oh, yeah. So um, released on Thursday was the Boy Meets World Fever um Boy Meets World like RPG podcast that I participated in. So yes. this was really super cool. I've never played like D&D or an RPG before. So um this took place in the universe of Boy Meets World and um if you're familiar with Boy Meets World it's there's this bit where Eric is a uh good-looking detective and um, we lived in that universe. So I got to make up my own character for the first time. Uh, Jessica, listen to it today. I, I think you're it. proud of me. It was so much fun, guys. You all should listen. If you're into RPG games at all, even if you're not, it's really entertaining. Basically, they had to like solve, uh, solve a, a, it's kind of escape room-ish, I guess. Yeah. If you're mm-hmm. not really into that type of thing, then you'll, mm-hmm. you'll get that a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really fun. Everybody did a really good job. Um, I'm so proud of you, Sarah. You did such a good job, like just jumping right in and like not being afraid to be like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. It was really, really enjoyable. So definitely go give that a listen. It is well worth it. Thank you. Thank you. And you every single week on Tuesdays, I watch your little Twitch stream with Josh about community. I look forward to it. Most Tuesdays. This week girl wasn't there. Uh, No, that's okay. Yeah, we did. uh, We did um, the paintball episode, Modern Warfare with Grace Leader. We love Grace. Um, I listened, though. I listened to the podcast yesterday. Yeah, that one is so much fun. Yeah, whenever I miss you, like whenever like you ghost me all day, I just listen to you and I'm like, oh, Jessica is here. <laughs> she's busy, but she's here in spirit. Yeah, I wait for you to say my name. Uh, this week you did not, <laughs> but that's okay. It's fine. So go check out all of that amazing content. Um, we will talk to you all next week coming up with season two, episode 18 of Dawson's Creek. Thank you all for listening. Bye, everybody. Shit 90 shows taught me. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.